You're listening to the Football Revolution. Hello and welcome to the Football Revolution. I'm your host, Gio. Thanks for joining us. It's been a busy week in football, but this week it only gets busier. And to help me get through it all, good evening to my co-host, VIG. Good evening. How are you, my friend? Very good. You had a good week? Yeah, not too bad. You uh, you, got, you picked up an injury, I, I believe, in uh, in the NPL this week playing. Did you did you win the game at least? No, I lost the game. Gave away a pen. <laughs> Who'd you lose to? Done something to my MCL. Who knows what's going on? <laughs> Honestly. The MCL, is that a record label? MCL? Should be. <laughs> Maybe, maybe kid, I can head it up. Maybe it's a snack that goes in your lunchbox. You'll, you'll find out in a few years too when uh, Gianna it's starts LCM, going to <laughs> It's one of, one of those things. But uh, All right, so your week's been good. But uh, eight eight more games for us to wrap up. Uh, we got to see all the teams, Mariners, Adelaide and Wanderers, all get bonus frequent flyer points thanks to their double travelling. Whilst Glory's Garcia shown the door after two poor home performances. Uh, at least he, look, everything, every cloud has a silver lining. At least he has more time now to spend on FIFA and start working out his formations for his next coaching job because I think he's been using the FIFA to uh, to test out what, what lineups he has he just, this He just picks one a week and just keeps just rotating through all the, the list. It hasn't, it hasn't been working. <laughs> in the A-League, uh, in A-League women's, Melbourne victory did uh, most of the damage in the opening 45 minutes to win the prelim final against City to progress... Um, yes, they won 3-1 to progress to earn another shot at the Premier Sydney FC on Sunday at Jubilee Stadium. So that should be a cracking game. Yeah, hopefully the uh, weather holds out. It's a nice day and uh, everyone gets down there to support both both teams. Look, they are the best two teams in the, in the women's league, so it's probably uh, the right final. Yeah, fitting, I think. So hopefully it's a good day and um, see some good football down there. Who's your tip? Look, I'm, I'm going to go with Sydney. Uh, I think oh, they've been the form. What a surprise. But yeah. they've been the form, form team all season, so um, I'll, I'll think they'll come away with it. Right, well, you know which way I'm going, so we'll leave it at that. On the topic of women's football, I read an amazing article how Hollywood star Natalie Portman founded Angel City FC, uh, which has 100 co-owners, including Eva Longoria, Jennifer Garner, Serena Williams. Oh, right, 100 co-owners. There's 100 co-owners. Man, you've got to share in it, don't we? Oh, maybe, but uh, yeah, the list is endless. Like I said, Serena Williams, Dwayne Wade and his wife, Gabriel Union, Chris, uh, Christina Aguilera and so on. What the reason I'm mentioning this, and we can talk about this on it's another day. Buy. It's look, it's great planning, amazing idea, execution, perfection, innovative. Because they're not only looking at having a great football team, but they're also looking at how the female athletes can be looked after when they're retired. Because at the moment, they're not earning anywhere near what the men are. But they're at the end of their careers, they've got nothing to fall back on. Um, so the two questions I've got, I suppose, and this is to you, is it's super damn impressive. And besides finding out how the hell we can get on board, Miss Portman now lives here. So surely the football powers to be here have sat down with her, right? Surely, but they haven't. Well, pretty pretty much the guess is no. But when you've got someone like that who's gone over there, not only have they started a club just because they have some a, a good a, a good uh, you know blacklist in their phone and be able to go through and call people, but the, the whole concept behind it, they've already sold sixteen thousand um, season tickets. Season tickets. Yep. And like I said, they're not only looking at it from an on-field value, but they're also looking at how they can help the women after they've finished their careers. So They're this is sending, absolutely brilliant. Send them more to acting school. Is that right? Possibly. I, I think so. Or maybe uh, they get a gig uh, in the NBA afterwards uh, as a host on the NBA with Dwayne Wade or something like that. But no, uh, it yeah. is great, great initiative and, and we should be tapping into that um, if she's living out here. Well, they've got a fan in me. So I think uh, Angels FC have already got me on board and uh, I don't know if we'll be 101 and 102 co-owners, but uh, I think we'll at least got two extra fans. 
See how it goes. <laughs> in the AFC Champions League playoff, Melbourne victory and Vassell Kobe battled it out into extra time. But unfortunately for Popper's men, they fell just short against the Iniesta-led Japanese outfit. Great game, to be fair. Um, yeah, it was fantastic, wasn't it? Great game. Great entertainment. Uh, goals galore. Every time you thought it, it, one team had, had put their, their nose in front, another there's an equaliser, um, and you thought, you know, I, I was watching it thinking, this is classic Popper. He's going to get through here. Um, he's going to grind something out. You know, they got themselves back in the game. And then they just sort of crumbled a bit in uh, in extra time. I think they ran out of legs a little bit. Yeah, look, unfortunately for them, they won't be in the AFC Champions uh, League next season or this season. But uh, at least he got to meet and shake hands with Iniesta. So. Oh, how good is he? Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's still, honestly, he could, he could still play for Barcelona. Well, after they beat Real Madrid 4-0 on the weekend at yeah, Bernabeu. They probably, they probably, don't, don't, need, they probably don't need him. <laughs> but, what a turnaround. But he could play for him. I'm, I'm telling you. He could. On that note, another Australia versus Japan battle takes place in Sydney on Thursday night as our Socceroos have a do-or-die World Cup qualifier. So Arnie's Army is back later in the show to chat about the upcoming fixture. Yeah, huge, huge game. Uh, pretty much do-or-die for the Aussies. Uh, we win that and then potentially get something out of the Saudi game in Saudi and we go, through, we go through automatically, which is what we all want. Otherwise, um, we go in otherwise the, par- the passageway, which is <laughs> certain death. death, yeah. death. <laughs> it, it could be, yeah. Who, who knows what, what will happen if, if that, that's the outcome. But um, huge game. Hopefully, we get a big crowd out there at uh, Stadium Australia, or I think it's called a core stadium now. It is called a core. Is that it? Yep. Shout out to the sponsors. <laughs> get on board. Um, but yeah, ho- hopefully it's a good crowd out there because you know the boys the boys need all the support they can get. And let's hope the rain stays away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Player escape room. We welcome Central Coast Mariners midfield Dynamo Josh Nisbet. Um, with the Aussies playing a do or die game against Japan. Like I said, there's lots for us to chat about. And uh, we get into um, my wrap for the week before we get into our Revolution Roundup. So City and Victory each get a a derby point. The Glory looking for a new coach to a point. Wanderers and Mariners rewarded for a solid week. Sydney show Western, they may have a leak. So let's get into it uh, after my my M&M wrap. But... uh, Game one of the uh, the round was Glory versus the Mariners. Uh, on Tuesday, it was a nil-nil draw. The Glory came close on a number of occasions and Birigetti denied new Socceroo uh, for from the spot. Uh, Mariners will probably be satisfied going to Perth and getting a point, but Glory will be frustrated they should have won. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, Fornaroli, after being you know getting his call up to the Socceroos, you're thinking you know he, he needs to find some find some solid form and, and score some goals. That um, Birigetti steps up and and makes a crucial save. Um, and I, th- I think Mark Birigetti can find himself pretty unlucky not to be in that Socceroos squad. I, I think he's the the informed goalkeeper in the A League, the informed Australian goalkeeper in the A League. Um, in my opinion, at the moment, playing better than Andrew Redmayne. So uh, you know, I think he can you know he can find himself a little bit hard done by not even being in the conversation. I don't think. Save it for uh, Arnie's army. I will. <laughs> Adelaide United and Wanderers uh, was played on Wednesday. Uh, Adelaide United won Wanderers two. So the Wanderers must not have liked what I said about uh, them putting a, a, a line through them for the playoffs this season. So they've gone to SA and beaten the third-placed Adelaide. Uh, even a Beckham-like free kick to open the scoring from Goodwin was not enough as Tommy Mercilla forced home the winner after Na- uh, Najarine had equalised. So Was it Tommy Mercilla or was it Philip Kankar? Nah, come on! I've got eyes. They've, they've, they've given it to Kankar, but it's got, uh, that's Mercilla's goal, hundred percent. Well, Kankar, surely, Kankar, if it took a deflection, it was off the uh, defender, Adelaide yeah. defender. It wasn't yeah. off uh, off uh, Kankar. So yeah, nah. But uh, look, good result for the Wanderers, and uh, 
maybe they aren't dead. So the first or the only Friday game was the Jets versus the Phoenix. I uh, had said previously that uh, the Jets could um, could go to sleep here if if the Phoenix continue their great run and knock them out. But uh, unfortunately for them, their form from the previous week against the Raw continued, and uh, the game was a lot closer than the final scoreline. It was nil nil at halftime, but uh, the final score was Jets four, Phoenix nil, and I think the Phoenix really missed uh, David Ball and Piscopo. Yeah, definitely. But like we were saying last week about the Jets. Individually, they're they're up there with you know most goals, most assists. Assists. They're leading everything. Um, if they can just pull that together collectively, and and they did that in the second half, and they just blew Wellington um, out of the park pretty much. Uh, Boumao was fantastic. Mikkel Tadze's goal, brilliant. And then uh, Babalj comes on at the end and, and scores a uh, scores a goal. So three three goal scorers, um, and I think they deserve the win in the end. Yeah, look, I think adding to that, you've got uh, Boumao. Uh, Mikkel Tatsa and also Pena, what a uh, a deadly force a trio that they're they're creating there for for the uh, for the Jets. But look, the biggest thing for me was their defending was much better this week, and keeper Weir uh, made the saves when needed. So you kept a clean sheet. So it doesn't matter what fancy razzle dazzle you're doing up the pitch, you're a chance of getting yep. something out of it. So I think that was the big thing for me. But uh, look, if if they can cut those errors out and with the creative power they have up in the uh, the final third of the pitch, they could cause some damage if they sneak into the six. So moving into, I think there was four games on the Saturday, the first of the uh, four Saturday games. The Mariners four beat MacArthur Bulls two. Uh, pretty good week for the Mariners. They got four points with trips to Perth and Mudgee, so they've uh, stamped their passports a couple of times as well as walked away with uh, four well-earned points. The thing that confused me, and I think you might uh, have a say on this, uh, VIG, Bulls made three subs in the first 30 minutes, um, which... Um, uh, Milicic has come out later on and said that uh, the team wasn't playing well so he didn't care if it was 30 minutes in or he, he just couldn't see any value wait until half time because they were going so bad but they're definitely not the same team that they were last year I, I said this on previous shows they don't have the same DNA they don't have the same they don't have a style this year he's trying different formations and look that probably just sums things up and look to his credit he made a tough decision and did those three changes but that's someone who at the moment is not driving the team they're driving him yeah, definitely. Look, they're just the one word that comes to mind is inconsistent. One week they're brilliant; they they can you know dominate teams and and control possession and and score great goals. And the next week you've got something happening like this. Um, you know, he, he's he's hooked three players after thirty minutes. It's never a good feeling as a as a player to be to be taken off in the first half, especially after thirty minutes. You know, it, it's it's bad enough at half time. And it wasn't just attacking plays. He, I think he pulled one of his defenders off too. So that goes to show he yeah. thinks that you you would have caused probably one or two of the goals. So, yeah. So so the, the goal was in the twenty seventh minute, and then he made the three subs in the thirtieth. So he, he'd obviously seen something in that first twenty seven minutes that he that he didn't really like. No, I didn't think he seen he found he, he saw anything. He, he saw he nothing. Like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. He's made those subs a big call, and look, they've got themselves back in the game at one all at half time, and probably thinking, you know, maybe we get something out of this. And then second half, they just absolutely crumbled. Look, coming speed down the flanks was killing the Bulls all afternoon. I think he he created a few chances early, and then he set up the first for Marco Yarena. But uh, tell me, how did Birigetti keep out Giannu's header in those final moments? Now I know the game was dead and buried at four two. What a save! Great save, and, save. and you can you can talk about this more we'll, in Arnie's we'll, army we'll when we chat got a bit about more it, time. But yeah, what a save it was! But he, for me, he's, he's the informed Australian goalkeeper in the league. Yeah, and a great note to finish that game on. So moving into the second game, Sydney FC versus uh, Western United. Now, this is correct. I haven't made a mistake here. Sydney FC three, Western United nil. Sydney must have been listening to Eminem. Will the real Sydney please stand up? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that, there's there's one word for it: vintage. It was vintage Sydney. Um, 
They did school them. They did. It, they were just clinical from start to finish. I, I thought Ryan Grant was fantastic. He, he probably, if if Arnie was watching that game, oh, I'm sure he was. He's probably played himself into a, a starting spot uh, for Thursday night's game. Um, he, he was fantastic. The the first goal for Ninkovic, lovely ball from uh, Amini, cross from Grant, and the, and the volley from Ninko, brilliant. It, it was it was classic Sydney FC build up. Um, they, they, were, they were very expansive. They were getting the ball out wide. Um, trying to get around the back of um, uh, the back of Western United, and, and they did. And then second half, uh, Narsing's finish from a, from a lovely Ninkovic assist, and um, you know they just cruised to the end. And, and good to see uh, Mustafa Amini get a, get on the score sheet as well. Yeah, look, it was two quality goals, and that's the difference when you've got star players like that in your team. And then yeah, Amini did punish a mistake. Look, the game could have been very different. Uh, Prijevic given offside in the second minute, which I thought was borderline, uh, and also Redmayne denied him a couple of times. I think a header and, and something else, which could have potentially brought Western United back into the game. So even though Sydney were the better team, uh, Western United still had chances and could have. Uh, push their way back into the game, not only because they're at the top of the table, but Sydney's confidence is not as high as it's always been. Uh, a massive thing for Western United was, obviously, they struggled in midfield without Dia Magic and Kilkenny. Kilkenny going back for the death of his father-in-law, so we send our, con- uh, our condolences and best wishes to, uh, to the Kilkenny family. But, uh, look, they were both badly missed, um, and I think once they get those two back on, on the pitch, then they're a different Western United. Yeah, definitely. Look, they're, they're not at the top of the league for no reason. Um, you know, this is a little a little blip for them, um, but I'm sure they'll come back stronger next next week. So the Melbourne derby. Look, sometimes you get a, a huge a cracking derby when you got a lot of good players playing, but unfortunately, it seems like they cancelled each other out. City dominated possession, but both quality teams had chances to win the derby. Rojas has scored for victory, and good unlucky not to bag a brace hitting the post in stoppage time. It never set any great heights, but it was still a, a decent quality game with the quality of players there, but you're not always going to get a cracking game when you've got two great sides. So, uh, yeah, 1-1, it, 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 ended, it ended. Yeah, look, it, it was a, a good football match, but, um, you know, it, it wasn't the, the derbies that we've been used to the last couple of years, you know, the three alls, the, the, the massive comebacks. Um, you know, it's it sort of the second half, sort of just no one really wanted to just grab it and, and, and take it and, and sort of run away with it, and, and I think one all in the end was a fair result. It's good to see uh, Ben Falami get a, a nice assist for Rojas and a call up to the uh, Socceroos squad as well. Yeah, definitely deserved it. And uh, the last of the Saturday games, Glory won, Raw four. Raw leave Glory alone at the bottom of the table and without a coach. So uh, Lascano is finally starting to find the back of the net. He gets a double, taking his season tally to four, uh, a juvious penalty and a nice goal from Ivanovic, who for me has been one of the few bright spots in a struggling team this season, as well as both keepers, Freck and I think... Uh, is it Jordan? Jordan Holmes. Yeah, so both... Yeah, both good to see Ivanovic back and um, and scoring. Lo- lovely lovely finish. And then uh, Daniel Steins with an absolute rocket uh, consolation goal at 4-1. But, um, yeah, look, Brisbane just too good and it's sort of uh, showing the exit door to Garcia. Look, Glory need a new direction, new coaching ideas. So it's not a nice thing, but it's the right thing. In my books, I, I think they can't. I keep I keep making jokes about their formations and stuff, but for me, that's someone grasping at straws when you're trying weird They've formations. Tried everything, and haven't you, they? And you, but you're trying players out of position. You're trying everything because look, the commitment from him, no question. The guy wants to be there. He loves the glory. He wants to put in. He wants to do the right thing by the by Sage and the club. 
But unfortunately, it wasn't a right fit. He wasn't getting the best out of the players. He's not got him playing a good brand of football. He hasn't got him winning football games. So unfortunately, he ticks no boxes. So he might, he might need to burn some sage. Yeah, I think he might need to. And moving on to the final game of the round, which was uh, the uh, the second, second leg. leg. Yeah, so the the home and away leg between the Wanderers and Adelaide. I don't know how that ha- happened. I, I think the, well, it was a nil or draw. So I think the Wanderers thought they had, they had a two one advantage from the first leg and just just thought they'd shut the gates and they did try hold them out. They only had three goals uh, f- between those those guys, and so it happened in the first game. So there was no others. But uh, Wanderers seriously dent Adelaide's push for a top two finish, only giving them a point from the weekend's home and away series. Plenty of goal mouth action. Lockie Brook was dangerous for Adelaide uh, in the absence of Goodwin, and somehow Abini was unable to give the Wanderers. A lead now I don't know how I think he moved his head out the way it was it was probably easier for him to score than it was for him to miss but it was still not a bad uh, you know not a bad week for the Wanderers and not a great one for Adelaide yeah bad week for Adelaide uh, you know one point out of the two games against the Wanderers and and a decent week for the Wanderers they, they go away with four points um, probably disappointed that they didn't get more out of that match at, at home uh, like you said a beanie with a, with a great chance um, but yeah look nil or fair, probably a fair result in the end so that's the end of our Revolution Roundup. Up after the break, we welcome to the Player Escape Room Central Coast Mariners superstar, Josh Nisbet. You're listening to the Football Revolution. Joining us now in the Player Escape Room is a young man whose playing stocks are definitely on the rise. Please welcome to the show Central Coast Mariners Lionheart, Josh Nisbet. G'day, mate. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me. That was a great intro you wrote for yourself. <laughs> Thought about it long and hard before I got in. <laughs> you are a Lionheart, like I said, uh, Mate, there's not many players in the in the league that throw themselves around like you. But uh, how are things going at uh, the Mariners? In my opinion, you've been one of the most consistent teams this year. But unfortunately, due to a few errors, a few VARs, which we won't talk about, and a few refing decisions, and and maybe uh, a couple of uh, you know times you've switched off, uh, you guys have been up to your eyeballs. But it's cost you a lot of points. So what's the plan for the remainder of the season? Yeah, look, we went through that period where everything seemed to go against us when it comes to mistakes and and ref decisions and all that stuff. But we've got since then, we won against Brisbane. We we drew against Victory, which most people wrote us off before the game. So, at the moment, we're we're pushing to get as many points as we can, and we know that we know that we can do it. So, so, like I said, at this stage, nearly every single game you've watched, it, it would be frustrating, you know, because of the fact that you you've probably given better than you've got, and you haven't walked away with the points. So, what's uh, what's Monty's message? What's the the coaching staff's message been for the remainder of the season? So I know some teams are probably a third, you know got a third left. Other teams got a bit more, a bit less. Obviously, with all the delayed games, what's the what's the focus from uh, this point on? Yeah, it's mainly look. We've been playing well, not getting the results. So he sort of said, just stick to the process. It will happen. And we, as you said, the the ladder's not quite the way it's meant to be. People have played three more games ahead of other people and stuff. So. At the moment, we're not concentrating on where we're on the ladder. We're just concentrating about getting the points, and and then we'll have a look at the end of the season. Because, yeah, at the moment, the league's league and games-wise, it's not in line. So we're not thinking about it. Are you even bothering unpacking your bags at the moment? I know you guys are here, there, and everywhere, and it seems to be every day here's a day minus one, a game minus one, or a game day minus two, and so on. Are you even bothering unpacking your bags? Uh, I got me, I got me, I haven't unpacked my bag from the other trip. So <laughs> I mean, wherever I go next, I'm going to have to quickly wash it before I do it. So. Yeah, look, mate, like, with a busy schedule like that, you guys uh, just have to do what you have to do. But, uh, mate, you're approximately five foot five, so uh, I've done my research. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But no, you're so tenacious bad. and you fight for everything on the pitch, mate. Who or where does this come from? Because it's not a trait that everyone has. Uh, I think it's just... I thought it was just a normal thing everyone does. Like you just you play your heart out, you, you give it all your. But I don't know. Maybe it comes from my family. Like I grew up with 
three other three other brothers and we're always just World Cup, last one out, you lose, you get bullied by it and stuff like that. So I think it was just more brotherly comp- uh, competitiveness and, and stuff like that, which really drove me to, to not stop. And I think uh, it proves my point because you're so focused on the game, you're not watching others around you or, you know, seeing who else is out there because there's not every player and I'm not going to name names, but not <laughs> everyone goes out like that. And, you know, like I said, watching you, you don't, you don't look like you're five foot five, it's six foot five. You throw yourself around, you get stuck in it. Like, honestly, it's like every, every last challenge counts, every last thing. And let me tell you, there's not all, not all players do that out there. So, like I said, you know, you can you can give your, your family and your brothers a pat on the back because at the moment you might be the uh, the pro footballer starring the A-League, but uh, they can take some credit because definitely they've had a hand in uh, the way that you play on the pitch. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. I'll, I'll let them know. They'll love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe send a tweet out or something to them. Thank you. Yeah. Are, you the youngest, are you the youngest of the, uh, the four? I am the second oldest. So I've got one older brother, two younger brothers, one adopted younger brother and one adopted younger sister. All right, so, so it, was a, it was a fair game then. There was a lot of lot of players to pick from. Yeah, and it was house rules, no rules. So. <laughs> hey, that's the way it should always be. Yeah, you get kicked and you got to move on. So, mate, you're uh, you're only 22, but you've now played over 50 games for for the Mariners in the A League, and you definitely look like one of the leaders on the pitch. What has Monty said to you at the start of the season and continuously throughout? Well, he he told me that Mariners, we know what our budget's like. We're not going to have our old squad and considering you've played so many, you're one of the higher experienced players. So he said, I want you to sort of acknowledge that and sort of strive that and keep it going and, and be one of the leaders that the young people need and, and talk to them about anything they need and support them on the pitch. And yeah, and that's what I'm trying to do. Mate, like I said, I know it's a lot to put on someone who's 22, but uh, you're doing a hell of a job. So and I think they chose, uh, they chose wisely. So if that keeps going on and hopefully results turn around, then uh, you guys can maybe end the season, uh, you know, not only as... Uh, FFA Cup finalists, but uh, hopefully can sneak into the six. But uh, I think we'll need a little bit of luck. But uh, there's plenty of games to go. Yeah, that's the plan. We're aiming for the six and a little bit of luck and, and hard work. We should we should hopefully get there. All right, mate. Uh, before we get into the two major games, I like to play with my guests. So I did want to ask you a couple of questions. So of your current and former teammates, I'll ask yeah. you two questions, and it'll be who would you, and then uh, I'll ask the question. You ready to go? Yep, I'm ready. Who would you invite to dinner? Max Ballard, Dan Hall, and Nikolai Muller. Okay, so why would you invite them? Uh, just a little good group where we just sort of take the piss out of each other, and no, no one's really safe, and no one's really, no one really like the boss or anything like that. It's sort of just a good laugh the whole time. Is there a, a boss? Is there a leader of the, the Nisbet group? Yeah, me. I'm the boss. Hundred <laughs> percent. I thought so, mate. Yeah. All right. So, who would you never ask to borrow anything from, including money? Just give me one. I would say Lewis Miller. Okay. Why is that? Is he is he hard to get uh, get anything from? Uh, just some of the stuff he'd give me might not be clean and stuff like that. So I don't. Want, I'd rather not take the risk. <laughs> All right then. So he's definitely someone we're like uh, we're going to be hitting up on DMs and socials to say, hey mate, can we borrow this or that? Yeah, no, you don't want to be doing that. So, we're not so, so it's not a matter of, you know, sometimes people will say it's because they, if you borrow something and you give it back, they might say, oh, it's not in the same condition. In his case, it's probably the condition it comes in is probably going to go back in a better condition. Yeah, he's probably doing it to get a favour <laughs> for himself out of it. <laughs> All right, and the last one, who would you go on a road trip with? Uh, probably RT. 
ruined from you. Okay. Is he, yeah. he like he's a quiet, cool cat? Yeah, he's just very laid back. He plays some music and stuff like that. So it'd be, wouldn't it be too full on. It wouldn't be too quiet. It'd just be, yeah, nice crisp. Do you have the same taste in music? I don't listen to music, actually. You don't? No, I don't listen to music. So there's no iTunes account for you at all? No Spotify, iTunes or anything. I just, when I'm in the car, usually because I'm from Queensland, I call my parents instead. So that's it. And I don't listen to music on the bus or anything like that. You're a good family man, aren't you? Yeah, that's what I try to do. I try to do. Hey, I... I was ready to get, have a crack at you over not listening to any of that, but uh, when, you, <laughs> when you throw the family card in, you've got me right. You can't say anything. Mate. No, mate. But look, the good news is now that we're starting to move into vodcasts and releasing video of this, I was worried you wouldn't be able to, to listen or you know to the, the interview again. But I, I can send you the video. I'm sure you watch videos, right? Yeah, I watch videos as long as there's no music on it. <laughs> yeah, just not in the car. All right, that's that's yeah. the point. Just not in the car. All right, mate, so that's cool. We've, we've got uh, who you take with you and who you have dinner with and so on. But uh, let's move into the first of the main games I like to play with, play with my guests. It's lock, stock and three smoking balls. You ready to roll? Yep, I'm ready. If you could sign any one player from the A-League to play alongside you at the Mariners, who would it be? So don't worry about salary cap. Don't worry about special clauses in their contract. I'll take care of all that. Who would you take? Probably Diamante just to, to hear his stories and, yeah, and understand everything he does and think about, yeah. D Magic, it'd be hard not to uh, to be able to focus on training if you had that guy there, wouldn't you? Yeah, and he's a good laugh too. So he's a good laugh. Who translates yeah. it for you? Yeah, I don't know, but his <laughs> laugh is good. <laughs> yeah, his laugh is good. I oh, look, the guy's just got this. You know, you see his videos and he puts music to it, which you probably don't like, but uh, we'll, yeah. mute, we'll, we'll, we'll mute that for you. But uh, yeah, he yeah. puts all these cool videos out, and you just look at him and you just think to yourself, he's he's got that you know a bit of Beckham Ronaldo about you. You just want to be yeah. him, right? So yeah. All right, we'll lock we'll lock in D Magic. If you could change one FIFA rule, so not on the on the uh, video game, but uh, just one FIFA rule, whether it be in the A League or any of the leagues around the world, what would it be? Thought about this, mate. I'm going to make this easy for you. One one rule, any rule. So any rule. So you know, a lot of keepers. When we had your teammate Bira on, he he said it's a joke that they you can't move off your line one, even one inch when they've got the whole goals to shoot at. Yeah, I know. Look, I know. I you. But lo- lots of guys are saying you know VAR and all these different things. And considering the debacle you had against City, I thought maybe that's something that you might want to change. But uh, you seem like a nice guy, so I know it's going to be hard for me to get you to say something bad about him. But I'm going to push you. Okay. Um, I would probably say. Maybe, mate. You can keep it all if you, if you're happy with all the rules at the moment. But when something well, comes, there has to be something, you know. What now, I mean? when something like, comes and bites you on the butt later on in the year, right? Don't come crying to me. All right? I, I don't mind the contested drop ball. Okay. I thought it was good fun, but it's not there anymore. So. I, I don't know if it's, even if it's in youth football. I'm trying to think when I watch my my little fella play. I don't even think it's in there anymore. So they have scrapped that. So you'd bring that back. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon it's good fun for the fans to absolutely see two people kicking it at each other. Yeah, but, you also, but also, you just want to go up like, uh, you know, Samson versus Goliath. You just want to do you versus yeah, yeah, I want to win the battle. <laughs> yeah, I know that. You, you just want to show off. We're, we're not bringing that back. I'm not changing that rule. <laughs> I just want the title and the photo. <laughs> Mate, and, I, and I'm telling you now, I don't think there'd be many you'd lose against. So that's why you want to bring it back in. Yeah, I don't mind it. Like when Rain, you got the Wayne Rooney clip where he's going absolute ham at it. I thought that was great fun. Yeah, it's awesome. But uh, the other thing is, too, if, if they are going to bring that back, you need to get a clause in your contract that says every battle of those you win, you get an extra, <laughs> an extra bonus, right? Because otherwise it's not worth it for you. Yeah, yeah. Look, everyone, everyone I win gets a bit more money, I reckon. 
All right. And uh, if you could be anyone for a day, who would it be? So no genre is a specific here. You can be anyone. It could be a sports star. It could be someone, uh, a movie star. It could be a politician. It could be anybody. Okay. Uh, probably. Hmm. I know it's not, I know it's definitely not going to be a musician, right? So you're not yeah, Ed Sheeran or someone. Yeah. No, I was thinking maybe the Kevin Hart. Okay. Or Will Smith. Okay, so tell me though, is Kevin Hart because of the height or because you're funny? I want to know which one it is. Both. both. The exact same person. <laughs> and if I had hit my buzzer, I was going to say both as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, all right, mate. So Kevin Hart. That. Yeah, that, that's not a bad. Yeah, or, or Will Smith. But uh, yeah, look, I, Will Smith, is, uh, he's been around a while and he's still got it. So yeah, either yeah. one would be good. All right, mate. Look, you've passed that with flying colours. So let's move into our, uh, our next game, which is our version of Nuno, which we call Nuno after uh, Nuno Reyes from Melbourne City, but also me being a Spurs fan and being tortured by Nuno at the start of the year, I thought it's uh, worth to at least get something good out of Nuno. Yeah, we'll get something good out of Nuno. So, uh, mate, pretty simple. I'll ask you seven questions. You just have to answer uh, which is the most applicable to you. Um, When you get to the end of the sixth question, you need to call out Nuno to avoid any penalties, which I'm sure you'll do. Uh, The current uh, time to beat is uh, Liam Rose from... Uh, MacArthur Bulls, who's 22.57, but I'm more worried about the quality of the answer than rushing through. So uh, okay. whenever you're ready, we can start the clock. Yep, I'm ready. All right, number one, snow or sand? Snow. Home cooking or Uber Eats? Home cooking. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Follow your head or your heart? Head. Comedy or action movies? Comedy. Messi or Ronaldo? Messi, Nuno. Beautiful. Yeah. Coffee or tea? Uh, tea. Don't drink coffee. Okay. We'll come back to that. 24 seconds. Not bad, mate. Absolute <laughs> quality. All right. Let's 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 get through a couple of these quickly before we, uh, we have to yeah. leave you. But uh, so you don't drink coffee? Never. Um, never even tried it. You never tried it? Never tried it. Mate, look, as you get older, you probably will. I'd, I think I had two photos in my life up until a few years ago of me drinking a coffee because it was a special occasion. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't understand why people would want to have, you know, water that looked like you don't put your 30 feet in after <laughs> night, but for some reason they did. And as you get older, it, it kind of comes with a palate. So, um, yeah, look, there's still hope for you. But so tea, what's what sort of tea? Is it green tea or is it English breakfast? Uh, like? English breakfast, no sugar. I mean, like, okay. the tiniest bit of milk. Of course you don't, mate. All right, of course yeah. you have no sugar. Are you, you going to tell me now it's, it's soy milk or lactose-free or something as well? No, no, just normal milk. I'm not going that far. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right, comedy movies. What's your uh, favourite? Ride Along. Yep. I think that's a good one. And is, that, is that a Kevin Hart and is Ice Cube? Yeah, that's the one. And All right. What's the other one? And uh, I think it's Get Hard. Okay. That's, with, that's uh, also Kevin Hart and uh, the, uh, what's his name? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. There we go. Yeah. All right. So Will Ferrell. Yeah. Are you, uh, what are you watching at the moment? Is there currently something that you're watching uh, on Netflix or a movie that you've watched recently? Uh, uh, watching an new one called uh, Worst room, uh, Roommates Ever. Worst Roommates Ever. Like, yeah, it's just more like uh, criminal and stuff like that. Is that about the Mariners? Is it, who's, who's, the, who's the worst t- roommate at the Mariners? So who do you have at the moment? Who's your current roommate? Dan Hall, and we're pretty similar. Like We like to keep things tidy, not too loud or anything like that. And who but, did you put a request in for to say, please never, ever put in Nunu? Uh, look, I was with Lewis, and look, it was all right. He's a good laugh and stuff, but if you're going to live there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest it. 
you can say that to the uh, sitting on the fence, but you can just send me a message later on, tell me what we were wishing for, right? Yeah, yeah. Once it sounds, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right, and uh, just just one more. So you said follow your head, not your heart. Considering yeah. you're uh, you're very into the family, and uh, like I said, they're obviously a big support, and you know, and you're you're very close to them. I'm surprised you've gone for your head. Why the head? Uh, okay, to be fair, if it was to do with family, it's probably heart. That everything else in life would just be head. All right. I think. Uh, yeah. I, 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 you've always got me. Every single time, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to fall over here and do a Stephen Bradbury or something, and you can. <laughs> Keep coming up with these fantastic answers, and I can't really do much about it. So, look, I, I'm good enough to know when I'm beaten. So, continuously, <laughs> I've tried here to try and win at least one possession off you on the pitch. I've won none, so I'm going to cut my losses and uh, and get off before I make even a bigger fool of myself. But, mate, thank you very much once again for the to- for your time and coming on the Football Revolution. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Hopefully, uh, the results do continue to improve, and that uh, you guys can somehow sneak your way into the top six. I'm going to send you a few music clips to start trying to get you at the moment. That's one, that's one thing that's definitely lacking in a, in a balanced <laughs> some good music and that sort of thing. So I'm going to pick a couple of my favourite tracks, different genres, and send it across to you. But, uh, mate, look, until we check on in, in, in with you later on in the year, we wish you all the best and thank you very much. No, I appreciate, appreciate the words and thank you for having me. It's been a real good fun and I look forward to the, the music. All the best, mate. You're listening to The Football Revolution. Up now, Arnie's Army is back. This is where we first saw your skills to pay the bills. So it used to be Arnie's Army with VIG. Are we still calling it the same name? Look, we'll just go with Arnie's Army. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> but that's you, how you we used can, to intro you, can, you. You can leave me out of it. All right, mate. We'll leave you out of it. But, uh, yeah, look, uh, as we said, huge two games coming up for the Socceroos. But uh, let's focus on the first one, which is uh, Japan at home before we have to go to Saudi Arabia and uh, win that. We don't win this, and that becomes a non-event. So Pretty much. We might as well not go get on the flight. Might yeah. as well just stay here. Yeah, we might as well. Look, send the players back home. Yeah, look, maybe send back over. To the, back to the Send teams. some of the young kids. Send some young guys. But, uh, yeah, look, I think the biggest news – or the two biggest uh, piece of news that come out of it. So, hey, new Socceroo at 34 years of age, being born in Uruguay, so we need him. Huge call, huge call. I love it. You love it. i tell you why oh, I love look, it. I reckon we should have done it with we, Barisha or Broish or one of those guys. Oh, 100%. If we had the chance to, if we, if we could have done it with Bruno five years ago when he was at his peak and he was killing it in the league and he was a bit more agile, 100%. Now, I, I'm, there's still question marks over it. But does he have the quality to to do it? I think he does. Okay. He holds the ball up, which we struggle to do. He is good in the air. He strikes a great ball. Okay. Barring his penalty miss against Birigetti the other day, he normally takes a good pen. He is and, – and the thing is, not, take nothing away from McLaren. McLaren's a fantastic striker, but they're different. Yeah. And he, he, off, he does. He offers something different. And he offers he something offers different and he offers you that firepower. And you know what? Okay, we may not start him, but at the moment, to have him come off the bench with 20 to go if you need a goal, yeah. that's a nice uh, thing to have. It is nice, but then what do you do with Mitch Duke? What do you, like, there's three strikers there. Yeah. You, you're going to have, you can't, you you can't, can't have play everyone, all three of them in one game. But the funny thing is, but they don't play Dukey like they should. They put him on there to run around and put pressure on people. Yeah. But that's not, that's making errors in us getting the ball. They don't actually, when Dukey played at the Wanderers, Juki plays as a striker who got lots of balls around the box, had lots of shots, doesn't create lots of chances. He doesn't play like that for the Socceroos. They put him in a position where he goes out there because he's got a massive engine and he's fast and he chases around. So he's not played to go out there and score goals. So yep. uh, he's not a like-for-like. 
McLaren, he plays a similar role to he does at City, but I think even there, like I said, they're not playing him exactly where a City, he's the go-to man. There's other players around, especially in the midfield, that kind of get the ball and they, they look at other options. I think Bruno's a fantastic inclusion and, and look, only time will tell. We'll come Thursday, we'll see if uh, if he was a good choice, but I, I, as I've said all along, we should have been looking at bringing players in. So do you, do you start him against Japan or do you start McLaren or Duke? Oh, look, if, if you do start him over J-Mac, you probably lose J-Mac. So it's kind of like when we started, when Spurs, when I say we, when Spurs started Harry Kane over Moore after he scored a hat-trick against Ajax, you lost yeah, him Moore for the game. Because Moore is not interested in coming on the pitch then. All right, all right. That's, so look, that's fair. So look, would I start McLaren? Probably, but for Bruno gets at least 20, 30 minutes, not four minutes to do nothing. He gets 20 or 30 minutes. If McLaren's done the job, great. McLaren, McLaren, he hasn't proven himself against the big teams yet for me. He hasn't, but I think right. he's, he deserves the opportunity. So you, you're giving J-Mac the, the nod? Yeah, but even if, it, if things go well or they don't, it's like Liverpool during the week. Still bring Bruno They're going to take, they're gonna take Jonah on. off and bring on uh, Salah. And even when he scored, he still he still made the same sub. So yeah. I would say 20 minutes to go or 25 minutes to go, whether we're up 1-0 or down 1-0, we still put him still on, put him on yeah. because you give him time to be able to show him what he can do. And either he'll get us back in the game, hopefully, or he'll finish off the game for All us. Right. So Goodwin and Irvine both ruled out uh, due to COVID, replaced by Falami and, du- and Dougal. So huge loss, Goodwin. Huge loss. Yeah, look, it is a huge and, and Irvine as well. They are. Know, they're, two, they're two, two guys are in two, very good form. Goodwin is probably the best player in the A League at the moment, best attacking player in the A League, um, and and Jackson Irvine, he bring he's that he's that runner in in the midfield that is all over the place. He wins the ball, you know. He, his job should be to win the ball, give it to the closest midfield player. But our player, two best midfielders the for the Socceroos for the last 18 months have been him and Aiden Heuristic. They're the two best players, yep. midfielders we've had in the last 18 months. So yep. to lose one of your best two performing players is a big loss. But look, at the, at the end of the day, you can't make excuses. You can only play with the players you've got. And if they're not there, and look, I thought COVID was behind us, but it's not. So we just got to deal without these two. But look, it's a great opportunity. Falami's been in fantastic form for uh, victory this year. And Dougal, you've been talking about uh, Kenny McDougal for um, how long now? Kenny McDougal. Yeah, well, what I'm saying he's been... He's, yeah, look, he's, 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 you've been talking about him yeah, for look, ages. Look, so. yeah, he, I haven't heard much about him this year, to be honest. Um, but he, he did have a, a, a good season last year um, for Blackpool. So, look, uh, I, I don't know if, he, if he's, he's coming to the squad late now, so he probably doesn't even get a get an opportunity. Um, but let, let's go. We'll, we'll, let's talk about the 11, right? Tell me, though, before we get into that. So, Stennisness, who is a Kiwi, has he come through the same sort of rule as Bruno or how's he got into the squad? Because he's a Kiwi <laughs> and then he's gone to Norway and now he's... He's from the Northern so Beaches, though, right? Yeah, that's fine. He's, but fr- he's, a, he's a Northern Beaches boy. Yeah, um, but, but the thing is, whenever he's, I've he's seen... He's played all his youth youth football for New Zealand. Yep. Went to the Olympics, I think, for New Zealand, Yep, if I stand corrected. Um, he's been in the squad. He was in the squad uh, when we played uh, Saudi Arabia here um, uh, back in late late last year, I think November. Um, so, yeah, he, he, he qualifies. He hasn't played a, a full international for New Zealand, so you, you, you still qualify. Okay, before you tell us your, your proposed starting lineup, and it's nice to see Dennis Genereau in there as well. He's been playing fantastic over in France for Toulouse. So Toulouse, they're going to they're gonna get promoted this year, right, Toulouse? And yep. they are by far the best team in League Two. The way they hold the ball, their attacking players, brilliant. I'm starting him. Okay. All right. Tell me this, though. Jamie McLaren will play more than likely, and lead your forward line in the first game against Japan, but then he's unavailable against Saudi Arabia because he's getting married. Couldn't you have picked a better time? 
Well, uh, no, no. <laughs> honestly, honestly, uh, I, I feel for I feel for Jamie McLaren because yeah. funny story about this. Yeah. Um, I was going to use a photographer, the the Melbourne City photographer, for my wedding, um, and he had to cancel on me because he uh, he said to J Mac, "I'll do your wedding." Then J Mac's wedding got cancelled, so I couldn't go with him. I'd already organised another photographer anyway. <laughs> best best wishes to, to Jamie McLaren uh, in getting married next week because I think I think he's postponed his wedding two or three times. I now. know he might have done this, and I've already said my partner's already said to me, "Isn't his wedding more important?" But the thing is, why put it on during the season? If this game was postponed and put on outside of season, I understand. They've, they've this moved is in it three season, times, but, but this is in season though. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know how many opportunities is he going to get potentially. That could be a game to take you to a World Cup. <laughs> anyway, look, oh. each their own. <laughs> He, at least he's no, at least his future wife he knows how much he loves yeah, her. Yeah, he could be. He could. He could have been single and gone to a World Cup. And the good thing is too, a lot less people at the wedding because none of his Socceroos teammates that he would have invited will be there. Yeah, they're all. They're, they're all being Saudi. <laughs> all right, tell us. Your oh, let's go lineup. starting eleven. Yep. Uh, I think number one on the team sheet, Matty Ryan, first pick, captain, hundred percent. He's going to play. Yep. Uh, right back after the weekend's performance, I'm going with Ryan Grant to start over Karasic and Atkinson. I'd, I'd, Karasic maybe, but I'm, I'm going with Ryan Grant to start this game. Look, I don't disagree. I'd play him too, but if they picked Nathaniel Atkinson the way he's been going this year, I wouldn't have any problems with that. Yeah, look, huge, huge game to throw Atkinson in. Um, he hasn't played for the Socceroos before. Big, It'd be a big, big call to throw him in. I think he's going to go safe and, and go with Ryan Grant. And he's very physical. So against a Japanese team who don't like it, I, I, I reckon that if you're going to throw a couple of curveballs in, that's one I'd consider. But yep. yep. Uh, Centre-backs is going to be... Uh, Degenek and Sainsbury. Okay. I think they're, they're probably the only two we've got at the moment. Um, okay, that's that's very positive. <laughs> Look, le left back, uh, I think he'll go with Beige over over Joel King. Um, Joel King had a, a tremendous debut against Vietnam. I thought he did really well. Um, but I, th I think he'll go with Beige just for pure experience at the back there. Midfield, this is interesting. I, I think we need players that are going to keep the ball, especially against Japan. Um, so my midfield three is Jimmy Jago as a holding. Um, you're shaking your head. If this was video, they'd see Aiden, me shaking my head. Yeah. Aiden Shrustich. Yep, definitely. Definitely as your, as one of your tens. And uh, there's big doubts over Tommy Rogic. I think he might have picked up an injury on the weekend for Celtic. So I'm not sure if he'll be fit enough for the Japan game. I'm going with Dennis Jonro. Okay. Because those three players, Jago, Jonro and Shrustich, are players that want the ball. They keep the ball at their feet. And that want to hold hold the ball, and um, we need players that are going to hold the ball against Japan. We we can't be we can't be getting the ball and giving it away. Yeah, look, we're, you're we're, shaking your head. At we're Jago. running out of time. I wouldn't play Jago. Yeah, I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't be playing Jago. Like I said, right. I, I reckon he's lucky to be in the squad. But anyway, that's all right, then, good. then yep. up top, my front three. I think he's going to go Lecky on the right, um, J Mac up top, and then Martin Boyle on the left. Okay, and if maybe, get, maybe throw Awa Mobile in the mix there. And if Boyle hadn't uh, agreed to move to the UAE this year, I would have said that could be City's forward line next year. So, <laughs> True. But anyway, but um, all right. Look, at the end of the day, we got to we got to put faith in Arnie. We got to hope that we uh, we go out there and we put in a, a quality performance. And at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be the most beautiful football. We just need a victory against Japan to give us a chance. Doesn't matter how. Yeah, not matter how. Honestly, to, to give us a chance against. Uh, and we got to look. Game look we got to get a good crowd. We, we need to get a good crowd out there at a core stadium on uh, Thursday night to support the lads. All right, so we wish them all the best, the Socceroos, and let's hope uh, we, we are still alive and the last game is a live rubber, not a dead rubber. But uh, moving into our clinical finish, let's quickly get this done. We are running out of time. So weekly Tom Hemet Award, uh, who do you give that to? Go 
or Craig Goodwin with a, a pearl of a free kick. But my, my favourite goal of the weekend, honestly, was um, Ninkovic's goal for Sydney FC. Lovely ball from Amini. Uh, great run from Ryan Grant uh, in behind the defence. Cross and, and the volley. I, I thought that was just, just the interplay there. Um, you know, goal of the week for me. Yeah, look, I, I really liked uh, Goodwin's free kick and I also really enjoyed Bumal's second, which scorched the ground against the Phoenix. But uh, look, I'm, I'm happy to go with you there because there was two bits of quality in there rather than one bit of quality. So happy to give our uh, Tom Hammett Award for goal of the week to Milos Ninkovic from Sydney FC. Moving in quickly to our this week's key games. So there was three, I, I would say, and if there's anything else, you chuck it in. Jets versus Sydney on Friday. Mariners versus Adelaide on the Saturday and Victory versus Wanderers on the Sunday. So Victory have played City earlier in the week. Uh, had players will have players involved in the Socceroos plus the Wanderers off the back of two solid performances. You hope that they'll turn up and uh, and it will be a good game. Yeah, look, Victory Wanderers. That that for me is probably the the pick of the bunch. Um, you know, if, if we get the Wanderers that from last week where they've, they've got four points against Adelaide, a win and a draw, if they can carry that form over um, into the game against the Victory and and you know Victory coming off a pretty sombre. Um, a derby down there so they'll, they'll be looking for three points as well if they've missed tonight's show or any of the shows during the season where can they catch it yeah they can catch us on football nation radio across all their platforms download their app and and have a listen uh, or they can catch us on spotify google and apple Podcasts. we thank very much our special guest josh nisbet from the mariners uh, we wish the Socceroos all the best in uh, the game against Japan. And there's more uh, games and guests coming thick and fast on the Football Revolution. So until next week, as we say, rise up and join the Football Revolution. Speak to you then.